up, East High. Hi. Greetings. Welcome back to the podcast, folks. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I am Condra. And my name is Tyler. And collectively, we are the Amateur Nerds, here today to talk about Minute 9 of High School Musical 2. Minute 9 starts out with Sharpay asking Ryan who East High's primo girl is, and ends with the gang singing Scream and Shout in a little bit of a reprise. Oh, I love a reprise. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, Condor, this is Minute 9. Indeed it is. This movie grows up so fast. Oh, It's almost in double digits. (laughs) I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like only yesterday we started with Minute 1. I mean, it was just a couple weeks ago. It would be funny if we were like recording a bunch of these in advance and it and it was the sort of thing where we had recorded like the first 10 episodes in like two days but no we do these weekly god that would be awful (laughs) anyway i mad respect to the people that do like a week's worth like daily movies by minutes because they have to prep so much in advance but also us doing it weekly we get to be a little more casual a little more on the fly off off the cuff if you will and we get to be a little more topical sometimes. I was going to say Us Weekly. I don't that like was my... cataloging that <laughs> magazine. The magazine's <laughs> not an interesting one. Yeah, well, that's what you get for being a magazine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like a celebrity gossip magazine. That's like, that's what they do. Yeah, but people read them, so. Speaking of gossip, though. Indeed. Brad and Jen, more like Troy and Sharpay, am I right? Eh, not so much. But in Sharpay's eyes, they should be on the covers of magazines. Oh, absolutely. They should be the cutest couple in the yearbook. Every year for all time. (laughs) So yeah, so Sharpay's asking Ryan. She asked him who the number one primo boy of the school was, and he said Troy, obviously, and and now she's asked him who the primo girl is, and he does a comedic, like, look down the hallway as if, oh, she just went away. You saw her. She just walked that way. Yeah, the following, like, he follows Ryan, or Lucas Graybeal does a really good job in this scene. I really like his performance here, because you start to see who Ryan really is. He's not just the, the little dog that follows Sharpay around. He has a lot of different roles to play. Whoa, that's funny because he's an actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. So he, he looks. Yeah, he looks down the hall, obviously thinking of Gabriella, which is arguable whether she is a primo girl. Maybe he's like looking to one of the cheerleaders or something. Like, because Gabriella is still a new to the school. Like. Just because someone's dating the most popular person at school does not make them automatically popular. I think it's like if you marry the king, then you're the queen. And I know that's like a patriarchal way of thinking of it, but like that's kind of the way we're interpreting it here. Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't, that realistically is not how it works in high school. Maybe you get more clout. Yeah, but it's it does like, not... I, the, the way that perhaps that he's seeing is like, well, if she's good enough to be dating Troy, then she must be the best of the best. Yeah, and I mean, she has demonstrated herself to be like one of the academically strongest of their 
class. And she was the lead in the winter musicale. (laughs) My thing, though, is Troy, like... Why are we actually arguing about this? No, I don't think we are arguing. I think we're trying to figure out why. But also, like, Troy, like, Troy's been there. And they're also only juniors. You're telling me, like, I guess in our high school, there was a particular football player in my grade that even in their junior year was very well renowned throughout the school. We're not going to name names, but he did have the same first name as me. And they were quite popular, but I don't know if I would have called them primo of the whole school. Like, Well, think th- about it this way, because it's the very end of the year. The seniors are graduating. They're gone, which means they're now the the top dogs, as it were. The top cats, I suppose, because wildcats are the mas- mascot. Indeed. Well, I think the difference is, like, this individual I'm thinking of from our high school was not captain of the prominent sports team of our school their junior year the way Troy was like Troy being captain his junior year does hold some clout I'm really on that word clout today I don't know why I like clouds is that what is that clouds is that what you're saying no but I do like clouds although I did not like them yesterday oh because it rained it rained on your parade on well, not not on my parade, but my Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get those things mixed up sometimes. There's a parade at the Renaissance fair. Parade I go to I go to Disney World and I'm like, "You guys ready for the Renaissance fair? Let's all line up on Main Street." And they're like, "What Renaissance fair? We're in Disney World." I and I say, "The Renaissance fair, you know, with the floats and everyone waves at you." And they say, "No, Tyler, that's a parade." And I say, "Oh, sorry, I get those confused all the time." Oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> well, I still think Ryan and then Ryan replies, it's obviously you, Char, like in such a flat tone that yeah. is so well delivered. You can tell he's telling her what she wants to hear. Yeah. And he is he's starting to maybe show hints of his true self and his his he's sharing his mind with the audience, as it were. I thought you were going to say like, like. He's starting to break ranks, like he's starting to show doubt, like he, like this is a boiling pot, ready to let it, ready to crack or pop or whatever the metaphor is. Ready to bubble. Yeah. Well, burst? I guess the boiling pot is already bubbling. <laughs> yeah, burst. I like how they call each other Rye and Char. Did they do that in the last movie? They did not, and I wonder too if this is somewhat aided by Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Graybeal's budding friendship yeah yeah they weren't so ambivalent or uh hostile not hostile but like they were they were let they're more friendly more amiable which is funny because in the first movie is was when the characters were presumably closer and Mm -hmm. now that they're now that the actors are closer is when the little cracks in the relationship between the characters start to form but that actually makes sense because it's easier to have a more fleshed out relationship between two characters if the actors are actually like willing to little, like rib on each other and actually figure out the lines of what the characters would and wouldn't do together. Yeah, definitely. If, I mean, Ryan snaps her out of a fantasy that she's like, Sharpay and Troy, Troy and Sharpay. <laughs> yeah, she's Sharpay. like acting to no one in the distance. And Ryan is like, Sharpay. 
like snap it's literally like, snaps in front of her face and it's then like Shrek- that scene in shrek 2 when shrek is reading <laughs> childhood fiona's diary <laughs> and it's just mrs fiona charming mrs fiona, fiona charming, charming. <laughs> i don't really like shrek 2 that much but <laughs> do and i forgot about that that line where he says yeah it was a scary book (laughs) did you see ryan's eyes when he confirmed to sharpay that she was number one and then she turns around all pleased with herself and he does like a side take like oh i just lied (laughs) yeah no i think yeah i mean he's got some good faces he's got some good deliveries even like his little eye roll after, or not eye roll, but like, so Sharpay is like, it's summer, right? Everything changes and puts her like sunglasses on and like shuts her locker, which real quick, just inside her locker, I wanted to mention, she's got a bunch of photos of herself from a couple photo shoots and one from Bop to the Top. She's got like a top hat in one and it actually is like a cute look. Anyway, uh, yeah, so she slams her her locker door and Kelsey jumps in the background and Ryan has to do like an arm motion deep breath. Yeah, he's a yogi. Like he's pushing his diaphragm down or whatever. I don't know what that symbolizes. It's like pushing the bad energy out. And while he's doing that deep breath, we get another credit on the screen. Um, Executive producers Bill Borden and Barry Rosenbosch. And we also get, which does not match Ryan's deep breathing, but we start getting the horns back from what time is it? Yeah. So yeah, right when the horns come in, we cut to outside and then we're like, whoa, people running out of the school. Uh, Is the music coming back? And then it's a reprise of, of what time is it? Whoa. Yeah. Um, And while this reprise is happening, we get a just the last of the credits, and I'm going to just wrap these th- last three up. We get a written by credit for Peter Baraschini. Um, and then the next credit is based on the characters created by Peter Baraschini. And then, last but not least, directed by Kenny O. Or Kenny Ortega. Oh, Kenny Ortega. He's our he's our boy. I don't really know what he looks like. Um, I'm not good at describing what people look like, so... That's fair. I mean, it wouldn't be helpful anyway. This is a non-visual medium. I'll just look them up on my own time. Yeah, but we get some more singing. We get we get more what time is it? Yeah, what I like is they run they run out of the school in the marching band, like drumline, trump, trumpet, trombone, tuba, sousaphone people are already like standing out there like waiting. Like, is this a, tr- a tradition at the school that the marching band like plays people out as they leave? That'd be super cute. That'd be a really cute tradition. I mean, a lot of work for the poor marching band people, but... Yeah, unfortunately, you can pretty clearly tell that the, they're not actually playing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the trumpet guy in the middle, because he's just, like, all over the place with the, the trumpet turns. But it's cute. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to pretend to play a sousaphone. <laughs> You'll look up what Kenny Ortega looks like. I will look up what a sousaphone is, because I can't remember right now. A sousaphone is like the big tuba, but for marching band. It's just, it like wraps around your body and it's got the uh, big bell that okay. goes up. Okay. Named after John Philip Sousa, famous march composer. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, do you have anything to say about the song? Like, I don't have anything. 
something to say about the song. I do have a couple things to say about the choreography. Well, not necessarily the choreography, but the characters in their performance. Hold on, Condra. Pop quiz. What's the choreographer's name? Kenny Ortega. What, what about the other guy? Clapow. Charles Clapow. Good, you passed. Yay. So Ryan is dancing ridiculously big. Like, he's playing to the back row of the theater. Like, he, I don't know, because usually Lucas Grabeel is very precise, and he, he's just kind of flaily. And I don't, maybe that was intentional. Like, Ryan is very excited. Like, I don't know. But everyone else is a little more contained, and he's just really big. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, like, they're probably just excited because school is over. I, I honestly didn't really look to see who was dancing and how hard they were dancing. I was just like, yes, we're doing this again. There's <laughs> well, only, like, 30 seconds of it. Let's move on to the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it's kind of weird. So that was why I, like, wanted to take a look at it and be like, why was this put here? Like, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Also... I don't think, I can't recall entirely, but I don't think this makes an appearance on the soundtrack because it's just like literally 30 more seconds. Yeah, it's not like, it's a reprise, but it's not like the sort of reprise that pops up on the soundtrack. You're right. So it's just like such a weird thing and it's like, okay, did they mean for it to like, like was that scene added? Like why was that in between stuff? I think what happened is the in-between stuff like went for a little longer and like wasn't like little in-between stuff where like you could still hear the music kind of keeping going on in the background, but it like the song stopped fully and then we had a couple scenes and then the song resumed. It's not totally weird because the song was going on in the school and now we're finally getting, they move out of the school and now it's like, okay, for real now, school is done. We're gone. We're getting on the bus. Oh, that's a spoiler for next minute, I suppose. Gasp. Yeah, no, it's just, it is a little just weird. Well, it, the song doesn't end yet either, so we should probably just, I don't know. I don't have <laughs> they anything. say, they say screaming, they say the last words of the song and then it just kind of fades out in the next yeah. minute. Yeah, so, okay, I guess we're fine. So, how many people are here dancing? Um, Did you count or did you... <laughs> yeah, this is this is a how many jelly beans in the jar type question. Whoever gets the closest wins a one pound Hershey's chocolate bar. So All right. everyone take your guess. Email I'll... us at oh. amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. You're not allowed to count on your own. Can't pause it. No, I'm, I'm just doing a bit. I was asking how many you thought were there just oh. as an estimate. As an estimate, I think probably like 50. 50? It's definitely a lot. I think it's closer to like 100, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. I guess neither of us are good at guesstimating crowd sizes. I'm not. I have no spatial sense of thing, and I can't <laughs> see pictures in my head, so I've, I'm not looking at it right now, so I have no sense. Because I, I was like, we're not meant to think that this is the whole school, right? No, I don't think so. Because they don't even fill up like the whole courtyard outside. <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely meant to be like, maybe their class. Yeah, maybe it's the junior class. How many how many students go to East High is the question. Well, there's one school in Albuquerque, and we know there's the West High Knights, which is presumably oh, yeah. also in Albuquerque. 
And I mean, is there central high? Is there north or south high? I don't know. Is there like a big Catholic school in town that everyone goes to? Probably. So I think there's definitely like, I guess it's a little different for us because we did not go to a city school that like, I don't know quite the numbers of city schools. And then also like Northeast versus the Southwest are very different. Like population. how many people go to the real East high in Utah? I'm sure that's something I could figure out. I don't have that answer right now. All right. Well, we don't need to linger on it on this. This was just a little bit. I had to extend the time that we this episode runs because the people send us angry emails. If our episodes aren't at least 20 minutes long, they say, dear amateur nerds, my commute is 20 minutes long. And if you guys end before, then I just sit in silence in my car while I'm driving. And it's very sad. Okay, I looked up the actual population the school enrolled body of East High in Utah. And it is uh, right around, in, for the 2018 to 2019 school year, it was 1975. I thought you said it was 2019. <gasps> 1,975 students. Oh, I'm I'm full of bits today. I'm very sorry. I'm glad I said that thing about people writing us emails because it gave you time to look it up. But yeah. okay, that yeah, that's about how big our school was. Makes yeah. sense for about like how big the building is. Yeah, definitely. But I was thinking like my my class was like 400 people though. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bigger. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's about. All I feel I like got. we need to put this this portion of the movie behind us and move forward. Let, let's do that in the next minute. Okay. Well, before we get to the next minute, people need to talk to us on the internet. And how can they do that? They can do that by following us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. They can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, guess how many students are standing in the crowd at the end of this song. Or count and tell us. Yeah. <laughs> do, we, do you think we have any listeners who are vampires that are just really excited for this challenge? I don't. I don't know. I don't want to speculate. It, send us an email if you're a vampire listener too. Okay. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram, and our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra, and I've been Tyler, and we'll catch you next time. For the reappearance of Jack slash Mike Bolton, you can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>